Hello there. General Kenobi. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. What's up, Star Wars fans? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away from Sanyasins to Shistavanans. We got you covered brought for to everything you by the letter in S, between. Baby. <laughs> My name is Justin. I am... I am one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are, are my co-hosts. This is Josh and Justin. I'm I'm upset because the last several episodes, you've started the episode off with with a woo mm. Rick Flair and you didn't do it this week. <laughs> the Rick Flair. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit sad. you with the Rick Flair a little next week. Do we need to cut and start over from the top? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Kyle, and I apparently can never wait my turn to talk, and maybe next week I'll try really hard not to talk over everybody else until it's my turn. We'll see. No promises. Live your life, Kyle. Josh, I'll I hit know. you with the too sweet next week, maybe, <laughs> to uh, kick it off. <laughs> maybe keep I'll hit you guessing. with that one as we get started. Yeah. Um, I like to keep everybody on their toes, though. It's yeah. uh, it's good to mix it up. You it's never not know. A bad sometimes thing. Not a bad this thing. is a wrestling podcast. Sometimes it's a Rihanna podcast. <laughs> sometimes it's a Disney podcast. You never know what you're going to get. For those that are, are new to the show, if you're just tuning in, this is the usually first episode you're listening podcast. to. This is usually a Star Wars <laughs> podcast. Um, but we do like to talk about uh, other know, things kind of mixed in that. with our Star Wars occasionally, both in our live streams and what we do here. So, And if you've been listening to us for, I don't even know how long we've been doing this. We're coming up on like two years, I think. In November. A hot minute, I think. In November. Said. We're coming up on two years in November. If you've been listening, uh, listening to us for that time, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you tuning in uh catching up with us every week we put out this podcast pretty much every week we do live streams when when it's uh, uh when it works for us and when it goes with what's coming out with star wars and it's uh, a good time we always like to have fun here so yeah, welcome back and everybody's opinion is is valued we love hearing mm-hmm. different opinions Mostly. on things so i mean you know <laughs> kyle thinks caravan of courage is the worst star wars movie ever Boo. made but if you love it good for you yeah, good for you like it. it's okay yeah yeah did, don't did tell you me guys i have to see that person who posted a list actually i didn't even see who posted the original list but someone posted like a a screenshot of someone's star wars ranking Mm. and it's at the very top it said no ot it's unoriginal unimportant and something like and boring or something and it had like lego star wars in there it had star wars biomes (laughs) in there like this has to be a troll thing i was like it's gotta be episode two was the their number one star Wars movie like okay okay somebody put the biomes in there just the scenery picture is his best star wars content if you're gonna call the original star wars trilogy unoriginal i think right off the bat your logic (laughs) is a little flawed yeah yeah or unimportant Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah it's um that's a, a little little poke. Josh the, actually made that tuning in, so he's trying to m- no make it go I, viral. I quote tweeted the other person was like, "This has got to be a troll, right?" No, I would gotta think, be. I would think, but 
Yeah, we've been uh, we've been going at this coming up on two years this fall. So uh, kudos to you guys and kudos to to everybody that's part of this show and been on the show and been on our live streams. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, and guys. Thank you guys for for tuning in every week. So one thing with it that we do like to talk about that that's coming up very very quickly. Uh, the deuce, deuce. It's our bigelow. Countdown to Celebration, Anaheim, California, coming up. What are we, 40, 40 weeks? 40 weeks? 40 weeks. Four zero. We hit that uh, midway, I don't know, midlife point countdown <laughs> yeah. mark, I guess. I don't know what you yeah. want to call it. With the countdown's 40, now having a midlife crisis. <laughs> In reverse, <laughs> Very exciting. Yes, in reverse. Benjamin Button, in reverse. Benjamin Button um, style. That would be aging, terrifying, so. too, if you're about to become a baby. Yeah, 40 weeks, uh, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. It's it's coming up quick. Uh, get your hotels, so get fast. your airfare, save your monies, get your get your tickets. Uh, you got to get all the things, otherwise you can't get in. Yeah, and get and things, you're going to miss a really, things. really good time. Get vaccinated yeah. so we can all the not Chicago get sick from each other. You know, Chicago one was a blast. Uh, the last one, this one, I'm sure will be tons of fun. Hopefully the weather cooperates the way that it did last time when we were in Anaheim. That would be fantastic. Uh, but, you uh, know what? It's a good time. While we're talking about celebration, it's never too early to say this. And this is like to be serious for a split second. Uh, make sure you definitely pack deodorant because uh, <laughs> people be smelling bad up in there. And I don't want to be next to you in line. When you smell yeah. like onions and Fritos. <laughs> what does that have to or do with deodorant? Fritos. <laughs> putting it on their tongue? <laughs> <laughs> when it's seeping out your pores. Yeah, you never smell uh, like an oniony armpit coming uh, from your neighbor there at a convention? I yeah. mean, I've smelled a smelly armpit. I don't know that I would say it was ungony, as you just said. <laughs> mm. I, think, I think that's <laughs> Un- fair. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to smell a uh, gungany at a uh, Star yeah. Wars convention yeah, or ungany or gungany, right? Or yeah. umbaran for that uh, matter. Yeah. What would they ever do? Or umbaran? Do they look like they smell bad? Actually, they don't. Yeah, it's no. it's uh, coming up quick. Uh, we do have a, there's a little bit of news that that's kind of associated, I guess, with celebration. Right, Almost Josh? Everything we had is in a, way. a little bit of announcement concerning Reed Pop. Yeah. Um. Well, so just or uh, Kyle said he saw it on Reed Pop in general, but I I noticed today that C2E2, um, which is their Chicago Con, it's probably it's probably Reed Pop's like, I don't know, it's 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 their con on the way up. It's not New York Comic Con. It's not it's Star Wars Celebration. It's not up and coming con. Emerald City, but it's getting there. It's it's getting bigger and bigger every year. And I go I go every year except for the year of celebration because it was around the same time and in the same hotel, and I just couldn't do t- the two huge ones in the same year. Yeah. Anyway, so I saw that they announced that they um, for getting in, you will be required to have uh, proof of vaccination against COVID nineteen or a negative. Uh, test within a certain amount of time. Now I can't remember if it was 48 or 72 hours. Hmm. So, which and, interesting. And we were talking about this off off air, but um, you know, I didn't think about like what Justin said. What do they do if you test uh, positive? Do you get a refund? Like they just let is, you go yeah. in, and they are aware of that you're positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Uh, I, guess, I hope I mean, that's, that's not that's, it. I'm pretty sure that's, that's not important. it. That was a joke. Yeah, I mean that's important to know, or it, you know, for people who may like 
and it would be very interesting because when it's let's say it's Star Wars Celebration or C2E2 if you're coming from out of town and you've you've been on the airplane you paid for your hotel you're already there or you've driven a long way or whatever it may be you're checked into your hotel you're there and you go into the door and they won't let you in you've paid for your hotel you've paid for travel you've paid for food whatever else and you're already there and they won't let you in that sucks and you're you're not going to get your money back how from far your hotel out is it for now sure. what c2e2 or c2e2 c2e2 C2 is uh december 10th I mean, okay, they put so. that out today, so you still got what September, oh, October. Yeah. You got four months to decide. So if you if you know now and choose not to get vaccinated between now and then, I feel like potentially that risk is just on you. Okay. You've got more than enough will, time to cancel your plans if you don't want to to, to take that chance. Yeah, I will say that they did thankfully because I I don't know that this always happens with cons like letting us know, but they did. Mm. They, they let us know uh, prior to hotel block being opened. So no one should have their hotel yet unless they're like mm. super planning and like, but also, you know, hopefully you got the refund option. But, um, and most, like I was looking at hotels today for this and most of those let you cancel with a full refund all the way up to the yeah. 7th of December, which is like a yeah, couple days before. Like yeah, forty-eight. Usually, like hours. twenty-four or forty-eight hours. Yeah, and badges Somewhere only just went on sale this week, so they're you know they're doing it. Uh, yeah. wow. They're announcing this pretty quickly. So, okay, nice. Kyle, you want to go to C two E two? I definitely I'm would. Go- yeah. Tev and I are going, so <laughs> I would go. It's Chicago's yeah, we may not have to far make the drive. from here. Yeah, Chicago can we, in December? Can we get some hooked up tickets? Anybody listening? I'll take a ticket to C two E two, please. Yeah. yeah, thank you. You can uh, send those to at Outer Rim yeah. Weekend. Uh, you, my personal email out. address is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's an important bit of news for people to know. Plan accordingly. Do what you got to do. Nobody wants to like show up and be like rejected at the door. But to yeah, Josh's I don't want to see that happen. Four anybody. months. You got four months to decide what you want to do. So. Get out there, do what you got to do. But it's a good bit of information because I am sure it's probably going to be pertinent for Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, which is also run by Reed Pop. So, yes, Uh, I think I think the person I saw that said this is also going to be the case for all Reed Pop events. It was maybe an employee. It was kind of secondhand information. It was not an official release. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's just grain of salt for sure. But I think it's. Wouldn't be shocking to see them announce that for any of their other events now that they have it in place for that one, for sure. Yep. Uh, Other bits of news that we've got to cover this week. The Kenobi series is now done shooting uh, as of this week, which is super Mm. exciting. It means they go into production, like post-production stuff and editing and... Uh, depending on how quickly they get that done would kind of determine, I guess, when we get the Kenobi series in what, 2022? At least a trailer. Uh, it. We see a little yeah, something. It, oh, come Christmas time. If there's a come during the holidays, if there's a trailer out there, I will be stoked. Um, cause it's always fun to get little mm-hmm. teaser trailers here and there. But, and speaking of teaser trailers, well, not, it's not even a teaser trailer. It was a long trailer. The visions trailer dropped today. Which visions comes out in? What is it? Is it September? September right? It's not yeah, too far. I think it's September? No, it's not far away. But it it was a lengthy trailer and showed pretty sizable clips of like different. And it was so the cool. different anime styles, and it looks so cool. I one one 
guy had like a spinning. Oh, that web. Uh, that was the exact thing. It like popped out and opened thing. up and spun around in a circle. Oh, a, so sick. I was like, oh, yeah, this I got to so see cool. more of that. Uh, and then there was one shot with, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know any of these characters. I have no uh, names. I have nobody, no reference of who they are. Yet. He's holding like a lightsaber and it was like a light blue, but there was like red tethers all over it. Yeah, they like, were doing all kinds of stuff with the lightsabers. I don't even know what... Yeah, it was super cool to see. I'm excited for this series now. If you're into Japanese anime, um, it this is going to be outstanding. Um, it was beautifully done. I'm sure the music will be on point. Um, I, I, I just hope they have a, a little bit of a warning in front of the clips <laughs> because there's a lot of flashing Justin's scenes. Justin's worried about people having an epileptic I, seizure. I, I am a little bit because it was it was very quick and and if you've ever watched anime, it's the, typical of the you get that genre. It's typical. So yeah. I would expect them to fully put a, a thing in front of. It I'm interested to see if um if they're gonna do more of a traditional like anime style of music, which to me they all have kind of mm. a similar sound or uh like orchestral. Star Wars type music, um, yeah, could go either way. I'm not sure, but I uh, I'm excited to see it. I can already tell I'm going to love it, and I can already tell there's a like certain section of fandom that are probably going to hate it almost on principle, Agreed. which I'm also going to yeah. love. So I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited for it. Kyle's in for the agitation. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys see that they've announced who the voice cast is for all of the different episodes? I did not. I saw so, it was announced, but I didn't read it yet. Do you want to know some Please. Little, just some highlights? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. No, All yeah. right. So let's, let's. obviously, there's um, what like nine different episodes. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick and choose from the ones that I know who the people are. Okay, but and notable okay. names that I know people will know in our audience. So Lucy Liu is playing someone. Okay, Joseph, okay. Joseph Gordon Levitt, Bobby Moynihan, Tamara Morrison. Maybe you've heard of him. Um, Mark Thompson, maybe you've heard of him. Oh, Neil is this Patrick the, Harris. Is this a television debut in Star Wars for Mark Thompson? Oh, I don't know. It might be. That's a good question. That'd be exciting. I don't know if he's done that. That'd be exciting, though. I mean, he didn't do Thrawn. I, no, he didn't. No. Which that um, would have been exciting, like though. the obvious one. Huh. Who else? Oh. You, who else you got, Josh? I just uh, love Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, um, Allison Brie. Ah, oh, she's like my uh, favorite. Everybody should watch BoJack Horseman. Bunch of people I don't know. And Community and Glow. <laughs> All her stuff Lots is so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot I of. I've seen a lot of people I don't know. Uh, Jamie Chung is in one of them. George okay. Takei. Oh! Oh my! Wait, oh my! Oh, nice! <laughs> you know, we always make jokes about impression. me being the the guy with the voices, but honestly, I think you're the guy with the voices. Who me? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. The I bad do like batch. to do voices. Um, and the then the batch. guy um, uh, who plays Christopher Sean, who plays Kaz in Resistance, is huh. in one of them. Oh, okay. nice! So, and obviously, I'm skipping over a ton of people. And obviously, I don't know any of the Japanese cast, unfortunately. But wow, um, yeah, that's uh, nice. That's a pretty good cast. That's cool. Though. That's, I, I mean, I'm that's dying to know how long are these things going to be. I want them to be like two hours yeah. each. Yeah, 
like a full on yeah that'd be wild if they're yeah, two I hours oh, each. I, get, I mean i can tell you right now if it's if it's over an hour for each one i think we might have to talk about each one just have on to its own. get to just at least in like i just know i'm time, gonna be so teased if they're like 12 or 15 minutes long it's not gonna be enough yeah. to satiate oh. me oh and in I, case you I guys mean, in case you didn't know uh tamara morrison is playing boba fett so. I did see okay. the that's the gonna helmet. look sweet in that uh, in that animation style. It looked like he was. It was like he was flying, and it was like a front yeah. of the helmet. I think and they he was showed like his, on, his too, jetpack right? was going. Wasn't the yeah. like a, yeah. a silhouette of yes. the of Boba Fett's starship? Yes. <laughs> and I, whatever name you want to call it, <laughs> yes. The it uh, episode that he's in is also the same one that. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bobby Moynihan, and Mark Thompson are all in. It's called Tatooine Rhapsody. Ooh, are they going to sing a really long rock song to a piano accompaniment? I hope not. Oh, <laughs> be maybe. cool. I don't know if any of them have the pipes <laughs> for it. Um, excuse oh. me, Tamara Morrison has a record on Spotify. <laughs> he does, Sir. and that's actually very good. I've listened that's to very it. very true. Yes, um, it's a little different. Super but. exciting though. This this looks yeah. very good. And to your point, Kyle, I think there's a lot of people out there that are gonna. Oh, they're just gonna just have their it. panties in a twist, and it's gonna and be so great. They're not gonna like it, and I'm like, but they've already decided it, not cool. to like it now, probably. Which is like, whatever. They yeah, live your sad little lives in your sad little <laughs> houses, whatever. It's anytime we're getting more Star Wars is not a bad thing. We say that all the time here. It. it doesn't necessarily matter even if it's movies that we don't necessarily like it's still an enjoyable thing to watch and just take a minute distract yourself caravan of courage aside star wars world (laughs) caravan of courage aside or battle for endor and kyle no even those they deserve to exist i'm i'm all for it make it make make uh anime make horror movies make make a rom-com i don't know whatever make it all in the star wars universe why not that's that's what I said with the um what's wow detours, the Star Wars detours show. How many episodes did they shoot? Like thirty, thirty. I don't remember what it is. They have a bunch of episodes of that Star Wars detours animated show that they won't release, other than that one that leaked out on YouTube or wherever. But it would be entertaining to watch. I just unless it got like really crazy and Disney's like, look, we can't even put this out here because it's too you know it's it's too far out there or it's it's not censored for our audience or something like that but it it would be fun to watch because the first one i enjoyed watching zuckus and forlom in their antics in the diner with dexter and Mm -hmm. the rest of the crew that was in there it was funny it was it was pretty funny so i i don't understand why we can't just put it out there and let people enjoy it for what it is it doesn't have to be canon it's fine i can't imagine it's worse than star wars family guy i mean i know that predates disney but yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't be worse than that. So or robot chicken. Any don't get like. all penisy, kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I would love to see that. So, um, last bit of news. I don't know if it, you guys have gotten these or not. Hasbro Pulse has been sending out emails about Ahsoka and Maul in the Vintage Collection line being delayed. I think <sighs> until like November. Now I November? just got both of them today. Hold on, I think it I think it was November. I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, November 1st ship date for 
vintage collection Ahsoka Tano. I so, ordered these so long ago. <laughs> you're going to have to wait even longer. So I going to be ordered, a damn I, Christmas present by the time they come in. I have a scoop. Scoop it up. Scoop. Go ahead, Josh. They're pushing them back because Ahsoka and Maul are going to be in Book of Boba Fett. Boom. Just make it's new, okay. make new make figures new for that. <laughs> Give me, I'll buy both. This is Clone Wars. It's not a one or the about. other, people. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is Clone Wars season seven, which <sighs> came out what a year ago. It's been over for so long. The whole spinoff, yes. the spinoff has had a whole season already. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and we got what uh, was it? Well, mind you, they pre-ordered it and it's not due out. But the Amazon four pack of Troopers had Hauser in it. Before we'd even seen Hauser on Bad Batch, and you're probably going to get that pack before these guys. I was out. supposed to get my Ahsoka and um, Maul in July, and now they're and again, coming and again, in November. It doesn't make any sense that, and I, I understand a pre-order does not necessarily reserve your place in line for them for distribution, but to be honest, it uh, kind of should, should when they've been showing up in retail stores yeah. already. And people have them in hand. I do. And I do understand their supply chain issues, and I sympathize with that. But why would you not? If you know people paid for them already, why, why mm. not fulfill those orders before you start stocking the shelves? Yeah, because they know you're just going to bitch and then buy the next thing that comes out, so they don't care. They're hoping I'll buy Probably, another one when yeah. I see it in the store and just have two. <sighs> they got me right where they want me. It's a shame. Now the good news, the good news is I did order a second one. I pre-ordered one. Of course you did. Both of them through Big Bad Toy Store. That's where my pre-order Big Bad Toy Store already got my Ahsoka in. It's in my pile of loot. Why are mine not in my pile of loot? That's where I've ordered mine through. (laughs) See how messed up how messed up is that though? You don't know. And I know we I ordered them the day it came out too. I mean, it's not like you got it in before me or anything. I, I mean minutes maybe, but not a day Ugh. yeah Ugh. It, it's um it, it's weird you don't have any in there i only have the one in there but hasbro is delaying both of my orders until november and i'm sure this is happening to many many collectors yeah. out there right now but it's so confusing that hasbro you are the maker you are the distributor you control all of this that's the problem you're the last one getting it out to people you should be the first one getting it out to people and that hasbro has hasbro con pulse con is like right around the corner and there's going to be a bunch of pre-orders for that and from what i understand that like vintage collection emperor in the throne room set that's yeah, that's coming out cool. has already arrived in the warehouse so i'm hoping that if you pre-order that one you're going to get it within like a week or two from pulse con but we'll see we'll see would be nice so, yeah um but yeah, that was uh, that was about it for the news for this week. Um, just wanted to quick say, shout out real quick. Thank you for everybody joining us uh, on the live stream on Friday night. Uh, we're about to talk a little bit about Bad Batch um, in the season and the last the episode that we up. just saw. This is the end of the Bad but Batch. Our, yeah, our last live stream covering the Bad Batch for this season was Friday night. Thank you to everybody that jumped on and joined us and had some fun. Congratulations to Ed who won the Thrawn coin. Good job, to- Ed kind of commemorate the uh the turning over of the republic to the empire so um that's going out to him this week but congratulations and thanks again everybody hope you had a good time hope you enjoyed talking some bad batch uh it was fun and then we're gonna get out some new information about what we're doing with 
live streams and videos uh, here to you probably relatively soon. Yeah, make sure you're subscribed to our uh, YouTube channel so you can see when uh, our next thing is posted on there. Yep, yep. But speaking of Bad Batch, we have the Bad Batch episode the bad batch yeah i'm gonna be sad i'm not gonna be able to if you have a problem if no one else can help it i'm gonna do it one more time maybe you can hire the bad batch <laughs> justin actually says it live every time that's the most impressive part did you say i do it live yeah he plays it <laughs> and he says the the line every yep. time live yep. it's so impressive the uh yeah, they. I, I'm gonna miss that, and uh, but I, I'm gonna have to keep this one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep that one on standby. That and works. A, and a fan favorite. Oh yeah. Not totally. <laughs> not totally dissimilar, but subtly different. <laughs> Wrecker, Wrecker through the season gave us some beautiful audio clips and uh, uh, some fun one-liners yeah. in there, so it was enjoyable. But we do have our our most recent episode of the bad batch episode 16 which was uh camino lost mm-hmm. which is fitting title for this episode yes. because right camino on the nose gone. yeah, yeah it's on the nose it is gone um with that being said i'm going to turn it over to kyle to kind of walk us through the episode give us a little in-depth knowledge on our last episode of bad batch season one Admiral Snack Bar. <laughs> Where's the air horn? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, we need to cue something professional. We'll get that on deck for next time. Uh, yeah, this is Camino Lost following Return to Camino. They returned, and now it's lost. It was not a successful return, at least not for Camino. A, episode 16, the finale of season one, already renewed for season two. We'll see you there. Directed by Saul Ruiz and written by Jennifer Corbett. They're the dream team. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you know what? Let's just start with the uh, opening audio here with Rampart up in the up in the ship. Just a little too happy about watching a whole planet get destroyed. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else, not so much. No. Status report: The cities have been destroyed, sir. All Kaminoan facilities have collapsed into the sea. Very good. Mm. Rendezvous with the fleet. Ugh, very uh, You good. can hear it in the clone's voice. He's just disheartened. Yeah. I mean, that's their home. Even if it wasn't like the most uh, loving, gentle home, maybe it was still their home. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It was a nice little touch, though, that just the inflection in his voice uh, to convey that reality. And then, you know, I thought this was interesting because we only ever talk about the one city, but this is obviously acknowledgement of them destroying more than just Tapioca City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's a callback. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was all of it. A Camino, not just not just the uh, capital there. All of it. Yeah. It's all gone. And uh, this is the true... Uh, Order 66 happened in the first episode, and we saw the the Clone Wars logo dissolve into the Bad Batch logo. And, and this is post Clone Wars, but the, um, this is really like the punctuation point. Like the Clone Wars era is over. We're moving on to the next thing. What do we think the time frame is between episode one and this episode? Mm. Are we talking a couple weeks? Are we talking several months? 
Are we talking a full year? I was thinking we- not more than a year. At least yeah, months. That's kind of, yeah, not that's more than a year, probably. My probably guess. more than two months. Yeah. At least less, six, uh, less than less 12, than something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay. So we jokingly called this Clone Wars season eight when it first started. Uh huh. Now, will next season be like Rebels season point zero one or like, <laughs> you know? Yes. This is Zero next five. <laughs> next season begins the, the Rebels prequel. Yeah. <laughs> prequel okay. episode yeah. Pre- prequel season 1. Yeah, Rebels prequel season 1. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it would uh have to be a, a sizable time jump though. Uh not right? really. We if, already if saw Kane and well, Anne Hera. Well, yeah, but look at how young they were. Sure. They haven't even met up in still a New be- Dawn yet, which still is still the beginning of their uh stories. It was True. Those events were pivotal to um how they behave in Rebels, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think they would be much older than what they are. If we're only talking six to eight months, six to oh, yeah, yeah, months, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not going to be that much older. So it's Rebels precursor, but like Rebels prequel. It was a joke, Justin God. Before. I know, Jesus. <laughs> I know it's way too horse. early to be a Rebels show. I was just being silly. Uh, a time jump wouldn't, wouldn't kill this show, it. though. Get, True. Give give the Bad Batch some real world experience. Get us into some like, ooh, what if we got like Age a Omega up a little bit, a mission montage. <laughs> get a little like <laughs> Bill Conti music, eighty style montage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm into it. I'm gonna say, put some campy eighties music behind it. Yeah, <laughs> show them all having. I'm here fun. for it. No, yeah. Uh, I'm I I like I said on on uh, on Friday. I would like the uh, AZ Gonky show. In between here, Look. give me six episodes with that, and I'm happy. You brought it up, so we'll get there. We'll get there again. But like, speaking of Az, that junk was going to be so sad when he was sinking to the I, bottom, and they were reaching for yeah, him, and like he just yes. saved them all. And like the droids dying is always sad, and it seems like whenever the droids die, they're pretty much always like rescuing their sentient fellows that leads them to death that happened in clone wars it happened to k2so mm-hmm. it almost happened to az but like did we save him for a purpose is he actually gonna be like part of the team now maybe he's gonna remove some inhibitor chips or be the medic or like or did we just save him because like that's a kid's show and we that'd be too sad if he died or or what um i think he's gonna be with the group he he provides uh mm-hmm. you know now we have for sure we have we have Tech, and then we have Tech 2.0, also named Echo, and Oof, now we have that's Tech rough for 2.0. Echo. No, Tech 2.0 means he's improved. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, he's still got to go by yeah. Tech, though. <laughs> I know. Just for And then, um, I, so I generally hate Messiah endings. I died so you can live. I hate it yeah. in movies. I, but mm-hmm. this one... Um, well, it didn't end up being, but I, I wasn't. I it was had to work, the, wasn't it? I want. I wanted the. Um, I got the emotional, show, um, like reaction that they wanted for me, not my normal. Ugh, you know. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. K two S O is another one that I actually was. It worked like, for it him too. Instead yeah. Of, instead of yeah. But anyway, go yeah. ahead, Justin. No, and I've, I, I'll talk about it a little bit later when we actually get to that part. But there's another point that I have behind that. But yes. This, it was, I don't know. It's, um, it's hard, like, it's hard to watch that kind of thing and, and go, okay, it's still a kid's show, but you're killing off a character that, uh, 
kids love. But again, I, I'm pretty sure I've said it before. Also a robot. It, it drives... It does give... Yeah, it drives story forward when the main characters... Yeah, oh, for sure. ...get killed off, right? But he, he essentially got the chewy treatment where you think he's dead and then they save him and bring him back. And it's... How dare um, you? I think How you're. I think you're you? both. I think you're both right a little bit. I not that I know for sure, but it did give that emotional beat that they wanted, for sure. It did mm-hmm. for me. I, I mean, and and hopefully, Az is going to serve a purpose, and there was a reason that he was saved, and that'll pay off down the road, and then it'll be like, oh, okay, great. If not, and Az that, just gets left at Sid's bar, then like, yeah, maybe that was a little cheap. But well, time and that's tell. what I was. That's what I was going to say. Is I could see. He'll be in the next season, but I don't know that he's going to be like on the ship traveling with them. I could see them if they locate a home base where they can operate out of other than Sid's parlor. Uh, that being where AZ is like stationed with other people so he can kind of facilitate things. Well, I'd, lo- around I'd love to see AZ be um, like a, a medical droid for these clones that are not with yeah. the empire anymore which hopefully rex has found some buddies and yeah, i mean i don't know maybe that's yeah. crazy but if we saved him hopefully it's for a purpose and that's quite literally what he was built for so who knows yeah. yep uh, az being a, a you know comic relief with sid would be funny though i think i think yes. especially with her being so grumpy mm-hmm. um but you know beyond hitting the emotional point that it needed to hit for for him it also it provided a story piece for crosshair too because oh look crosshair doing the right thing um you know and we were supposed to think he was going to shoot uh hunter Hunter, but he hunter 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 what if like what if he did the good just just think for a second he could have also gone right down the middle and grappled Omega and she clearly was not strong enough to hold on to AZ and he would have saved her and lost the droid. So, which would have made you think a whole different thing about that whole scene. Just another, which maybe the grapple would have just like cut her in half and killed her or something. He had to grab onto the droid (laughs) because it's metal. I have no idea. That's messed up. But that, that, had he just grabbed her and just saved her, it could have gone a whole different way. You know, it like shoots around her, and then she splits in two, <laughs> like the opening scene of Ghost Ship, where the like the cable just rips everybody that thing's in half. Gripper is. Is it like the grabber <laughs> in the claw up. machine, or is it more like the Jaws of Life? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna circle back to that one here in a little bit, but um, let's move on down the road. So, like when we see this, this, sh- I mean, the city's still like falling into the ocean and we it see, um, you know, rampart, like we see the ship starting to take off and then it cuts back to basically the bad batch running through the tunnels with a passed out. Well, that's the whole episode. Yeah. I mean, yeah, crosshair them, wakes up, but running through the tubes, yeah, uh, trying to find the escape, tubes to go home. Um, and then they get into a room and, um, it's flooding and this is where Omega, basically saves um yeah and worth noting she lost that um that energy bow in in that exchange there i I don't know if you guys noticed or not but when she was freeing crosshair she shot the thing like two or three times to loosen it up and then she throws it down and gets him out and then they go to the door and they come out when wrecker gets it open and it shuts and no more um no more bow but she did have it on the platform at the yeah, end. She did. 
somewhere she got it back. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it like just well, flowed out. They definitely did the it because I watched that part it. a couple times, and she <laughs> yeah, definitely she didn't it. run off with it. So there was yeah, she little, she had it at the end on the funny platform. Editing going so. on there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody missed something. It's like yep. the uh, the Starbucks coffee cup in um. And it's, okay. it's okay. I won't. There I won't hold it against him. But there was a little. Um, little but bit anyway, of so we, there. that was a great line too. Where text like I can't override it, and then Wrecker's like, "But I can." Oh, he just like jams his knife in between the doors and starts doing the like. I need some just. I, I need some continuity override. with Wrecker's level of strength too. I feel like some days he can lift up an entire transport. Other days he. Uh, can't open a blast door. Maybe bla- the blast door is much stronger than I expected, but the water pressure on the backside probably didn't help much may- either. Maybe so. yes. In the first th- one, he's like throwing tanks. I think around, he's as strong so. as plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, um, and then Crosshair starts to wake up, and then instantly blames Hunter for everything that's going Typical. on. What have you done? The Empire opened fire on the city. We're going to leave you behind. We don't have time for this. We need to get topside before this entire structure submerges. If you want to stay here and die, that's your call. Mm. And this is oh, okay. this is the whole episode is these two bickering with yeah. each other, which um yeah, I this this episode, let's be, be frank, it did not hit on all cylinders for me. It was like a little bit of boring. There were there was some kinds of like nice little like touching moments like i'm about to mention omega watching these incubation tanks that are about to get destroyed it was Mm -hmm. really beautiful it made me think of attack of the clones when we see that exact same chamber in live action not cg but in live action uh, it's brightly lit all those incubation tanks are are full it's bustling with people and life and now it's empty and it's flooding and it's getting destroyed. And it's like a really, uh, it's a visually like from a cinematography standpoint, it's a really nice juxtaposition. It's a nice visual. There's a couple of those. Like we already talked about that moment with AZ, but, uh, as a total episode and especially as a season finale, it did not really nail it for me. I thought the, this the episode prior was better it was a lot more thoughtful it was a lot more it had me wondering what happened next a lot more and you know i it was just okay there was a lot of running around underneath and there was kind of a good bit of contrivance i would say like Mm -hmm. oh look the only the only inhabitable room it happens to be our old barracks where we can talk about our old life okay and look we're we're right next to the tunnel. We need to go to get to the barracks. And oh, look, our barracks just happens to be right on top of the tube that goes back to the Havoc Marauder. That goes, and AZ knows how to do a an underwater weld. That's going to be a, like, even though he's a medical droid, and that doesn't really make that much sense. <laughs> like it's, uh, you know, why does was, he need a welder? When yeah, he's a medical yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he gonna? Is he gonna weld uh, uh, Echo's arm back on if it has a malfunction? I I don't know. I don't know. It, it just wasn't that great to me. I. I it didn't get me that excited for season two. I think there's a lot of things that could get elaborated on and and that could be exciting, mm-hmm. but I think this episode was just a little bit boring. There wasn't any action. And then the, the, the back and forth between Hunter and Crosshair, I really get it. I really do. And I get the point where, where we're, we're making that 
these two people were faced with the same scenario and just because of who they are chose two totally different options, two totally different paths. Um, mm-hmm. And I get that, but it just, I don't think, I don't, I don't know either. They didn't dive into it enough or they didn't set up what that means for their future enough, or it just didn't, it wasn't as exciting well, was, as the previous episode to me. And I, I didn't it love was, it. No, it was two episodes of back and forth between Hunter and Crosshair telling the other one why they're wrong or they made a bad decision, mm-hmm. but there was no resolution in those two episodes of solving the problem. It was just when well, neither, neither hey, one I'm of mad them, at you. Hey, I'm mad at you. And that's it. That was what the two yeah, episodes neither one were. of them evolved their point of view at all nobody nobody saw anything any differently than they did when they came in and frankly i felt like crosshair was contradicting himself a little bit like i'm with the empire i'm gonna side with these guys because they're in charge and a soldier does whatever but i'm also mad you guys didn't come back and get me and like he he couldn't decide which side of the fence he was on it didn't make total sense to me um I, but then when he is with them and they offer come back with us, he doesn't like, want to nah, go. go. He doesn't want to go. But he does, <laughs> he's like, like, what did you just want to be asked? I, I don't get it. He's like, just I mean, a, an angsty teenager right now that yeah, you cannot please yeah. in any way, shape, or form. You know, it's like, yeah, do you want to go to Skyline Chili? Even no. Yeah, exactly. My chemical crosshair. <laughs> do, do, do you want to play some music? No. Do you want to play some video games? No. Nothing. It doesn't matter. There like, is just no, anything so there you is pick, no you're not going to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. and even Wrecker had that really nice moment and he, he was like, well, you never even tried to come back and we would have taken you even after everything. Like that was one of my f- mm-hmm. favorite things of the whole episode. That was like a really kind of thoughtful moment for Wrecker who isn't, is admittedly not known for that. I think it's safe to say, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, no dice. It didn't, it didn't have any effect on cross area. didn't yeah. even care. He's pretty heartless. This is um, a little bit of that conversation in the barracks um, as they're getting ready to, to move on. Ironically, our old barracks is one of the few compartments habitable, albeit temporarily. It's called a contrivance. This is our room? Oh, what happened to it? At least the smell's gone. Check <laughs> it out. Our board's still here. All those missions together, and you threw it away. We made a choice, and so did you. Soldiers follow orders. Blind allegiance makes you a pawn. A real leader protects his squad. Look where that's gotten you. They're all going to die here because of your failed leadership. No, they're not. No, we're not. Look. Look, we're right exactly where we need to be. (laughs) What a coincidence. base post we could get back to the marauder accessing the tube would be challenging, challenging. better than staying here we have to try uh-huh. she's calling the shots now you have a better idea and i left that part in intentionally because that's where hunter's walking past and he gives him yeah. the shoulder bump the old nudge. love that yeah. part he gives him the nudge like look here like I like we're gonna do this. You're either on board or you're not, but you're definitely not gonna be in charge of this. So. Not to mention, she's the big um, sister here. Like when when the yeah. family's in crisis, who's in charge? The the older sibling, and boom, there you go. Yeah, that's Omega. And that's when you get that conversation and home with, field advantage after this. The wrecker crosshair because crosshair's just complaining and saying, "Oh, we should go back" because he sees the cracks in the glass. Mm-hmm. 
and uh hunter or uh wrecker is just at this point it, it you know it's bad when it hits wrecker uh, and he's just like look dude like you need to stop yeah. you left stop complaining yeah. you left and the and I, I i didn't grab that one and i should have but the the synopsis that tech tech gives and basically says look cold crosshair is always unyielding. yeah he's always been cold and unyielding that's Something who like he that. is and you can't change that and he basically says why are you defending me and 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 tech is it basically says i'm not defending you understanding you and defending you are two different things yeah, i get it doesn't mean i agree yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a really great moment, but I will say that a great man once said, if I can change and he can change, we all can change. <laughs> Baby, but you got to do it like this, Josh, you know? <laughs> See, you the got, guy with the voice. You got to do it in the voice. And I said he, hey, I yeah. actually said it young, if hey, I can yo. change and you can change, because he's talking about If I can change and you can change. <laughs> Such a good great movie. movie. Bringing it great into movie. the Cold War with boxing. <laughs> Boxing and hockey. That's what really brought an end to the Cold War, people. Boxing and hockey. And David Hasselhoff. (laughs) And the Hoff. I don't know if you guys uh, were alive back then. but (laughs) I was born in 1985, so. I'm much, much older than you, born in 83. Um, (laughs) Years of experience. I'm like Omega here. But Mm. Justin's like got us both beat. He was born in 1947, so. (laughs) <laughs> right right the original super soldier here yep. i was uh yeah yeah um well i so we get into the yeah we're in the tube ahead, and ahead, i was okay. gonna say i like to like try to know about the creatures when we come across um creatures but this one there it doesn't even have a, have a name it's just a kaminoan sea creature it's camino sea creature it's got no name they're getting Huge. lazy i know they really like Social security number and everything on every creature and person in the background. And now I can't even know its name, what it eats. I mean, give me something uh, like uh, yeah. how long do these babies live? Nobody knows. What's it, Was this an average size one? Was it a baby? Was it an adult? Is it the biggest one? Is it the king? I have no idea. There's no reference. All I know is it's a reptile like aquatic creature with three pairs of flippers and a long tail. Could have told you that just by looking at it. Its mouth forms a pointed snout with sharp teeth, also pretty obvious because it likes to bite things, and it has mm-hmm. a smooth dorsal shell on its back, which is weird. Not a lot of fish have shells in my experience, but True. Uh, that's all we know about the Camino sea creature. It's not that thing that um, that Obi-Wan rides on that's got a name that's hard to pronounce, starts with a Y or something, but um, yeah, it's something else and it doesn't have a name. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. You know, Dave's over there. Dave's over there going, "Look here, nerds! I can't." Give We're putting you- out too many shows. There's too much stuff. We can't I give can't you all the details all. on every little oh, thing man, in the background. Look here, nerds! Like, <laughs> just hire like, somebody. I gave you, you just got him. Just- I gave you Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mandalorian. What more do you want? You want a sea creature name? Pay somebody forty k a year to write down a name. <laughs> give me a break. It's just. <laughs> I need a backstory on the sea creature that ate a tube in that one episode. I don't of, need a family tree. I want a name. I want a life expectancy. <laughs> something. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they finally, they get back to this. Uh, AZ comes to the rescue again and uh, uh, basically comes turns power back on, which apparently keeps this sea creature away. Yeah. They've and got defense they, in place when there's normal power, but. 
Things yeah, are things are rough they, on Camino right now. Yeah, they get back, they get through that tube, they get to Nalase's uh lab, right? Yeah, and this is at? where Hunter gets the same exposition that everybody else already had, but he was being held captive at that time. So mm-hmm. now he's getting it. And Crosshair. Because Crosshair didn't have this either. No, he doesn't deserve what it though. What is this place? Nalase's private lab. Omega says this is where our mutations. At least he cited his source, I appreciate it. How would yes. she know? Because she was there. Duh. Omega was created before us. Double Technically, duh. she is older than we are. Mic drop. Not wrong. And we learned that in the last episode. Nothing new there, but for Crosshair and Hunter, that's probably a bit of a shock that, wait, this no. kid's older than we are now, but looks well, younger. And you just and know Tech was holding weird. on to that, too, because Crosshair, like, in the previous room was like, oh, now she's in charge, and Tech's like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Wait till we get to the next room, and I'm like, guess who watched you be a baby? This girl. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Idiot. And, and the, how do you like you now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Um, and and you're right, because it was um, you know, if you're if Hunter's back in that room and at that point he doesn't know Omega technically is older than he is, that's how much trust he has in her at that point to yeah. let her make these decisions and help them as part of the group get through the predicament that they're in. Um, and then finding that out, he's probably like, wow, okay, she's really mature for, you know. To be fair, she's... I don't want to say her age. She's older than we are. To be but, fair, she's actually way better at saying what they should do than following a direction. She pretty much never does what she's told to do as far as like following yeah. orders. But whenever she's like, uh, maybe we should see where Sid is, or maybe we should not let them kill this Deveronian, or maybe we should uh, take this secret tube into Nalase's. Like, it's been pretty spot yeah. on most of the time. Maybe we should go back and get Hera and help them. You know, all these things. Like, yeah. she's an independent yeah. woman. She don't need no clone man. <laughs> she can pay her telephone bills. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, we're back in the lab. Yeah, link bills. Yeah, oh, sorry. Come link bills. Come on. Couldn't come up with it fast enough. She don't want no scrubs. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hunter and Crosshair again. The whole thing. It's the back and forth. Neither one of them gained any ground. Neither one of. I think, what the people at Star Wars were doing this episode was um, trying to mirror the American public with everyone feels so strongly about their opinion and they keep shouting it at each other and no one's listening because that's mm-hmm. all crosshair and hunter did for 25 minutes of the bad batch <laughs> was continually for two episodes. yeah con- yeah 25 minutes two weeks in a row continually state yep. their opinions um and gain no ground whatsoever completely yep. spinning their wheels mm-hmm. but Crosshair says, you know, the Empire controls the galaxy. I want to be a part of that. Um, and he, he feels like he's going to be an important part of that. But he's Joke's on you, sucker. Wrong. Clearly, yeah. He's yeah. not right. But uh, it, like, it, in theory, I, I like this idea that we've got these clones and we the entirety of the Clone Wars, a, a big main theme of that is that the clones are individuals and they have agency and they they make independent decisions even though they are soldiers that follow orders and all these things and right i love the idea that these two clones who not only you know came from the same dna in the same place trained by the same people they're in the same squad for years 
And at this point, they take two different paths and they make two different decisions just because they're still different people. I think that could be interesting, but I don't, yeah, I just don't think it was really, I don't think they put enough into that for it to really pay off for me in the end. It's still, mm-hmm. it was still left a little too ambiguous or, um, I, I don't know. I just, it just hasn't, I, I get the intent, but I, I don't think it worked for me an, enough yet. Maybe, maybe more in season two, but. So, yeah. so this next thing I'm going to say is going to seem like I'm trolling, but I just had this thought. Crosshair is like a more advanced version of those, those clone kids that like, now let's say, are we still going to get to be soldiers? Yeah. You know, like, like I just have to be a soldier no matter <laughs> yeah. what. Yeah. And, and I, I even mm-hmm. like the fact that order 66 and and the fact that his chip went off that gave us a reason for him to be separated from the rest of the bad batch which gave him the opportunity to make this decision um because you know had they all just been together and left together and stayed together the whole time i think it would have been much harder for him to be like to leave them and return to the empire rather than just staying there the whole time. You know what I'm saying? So, I, Oh, yeah. No, it was a really good way to do what they did. I don't uh, know how else mm, they would have done it. I get that that had to happen. Uh, but I, I really think they should have... I, I I guess in the middle there, we just got way too much time without Crosshair. We needed to see what was going on with him more. And I think they, they just left it a little too open-ended. And maybe maybe they wanted to do that on purpose, but I, I I really, Mm -hmm. we needed a little bit more of what was going on inside his head and that he was making this decision and, and for his reasons rather than it being made for him. And I I don't know. I just think it could have worked a little better because the, in theory, the idea works, but it didn't, it wasn't pulled off super, super well to me. Um, yeah. And like I said earlier, I also think Crosshair's motivations seem a little confused because it he wanted them to come back, but he also never intended to go with them. But he is clearly like hurt that they left him behind. I, I just I don't understand. Like it's not, and maybe we're going to get more clarification on that down the road. But because um, those two things are opposites, you know, like. Yeah. It, <laughs> I I it, I don't understand. There was a yeah. and it's go ahead. I, I was going to say there was a a pretty good interview with um the supervising director Brad Rao and and head writer Jennifer Corbett. They're both EPs uh, on StarWars.com. It's worth reading the whole thing. It was pretty good. It's kind of a wrap up on the season, but yeah. they did confirm that crosshair did in fact have his chip removed. And they even said, have you seen the side of that guy's head? Um, implying to me that quote implies that maybe that all happened when he got the side of his head fried by the star destroyer. Um, but again, I think that all, that screams for a little more exposition because did it short circuit it? Did it actually f- like, damage him all the way down into his brain uh crosshair specifically said i had it taken out which to me sounds like he made the choice to have it taken out so that's all like a little convoluted to me which goes with his whole his motivation it's all not super clear to me i I think it's there in theory the pieces are there but they're not 
in place enough yet for me. And maybe that's my ignorance, but that's just how I feel. The interesting thing with that article too is is in this section when they expand on this a little bit. I don't know if you you got down there, but it it I did. They said you notice a change in yeah, him. I'll, I'd have to watch when it, yeah. it happened, like after he had it out, and you notice a change in the season. Now I don't know what specific moment that is. I'll have to go back and rewatch and see if I can notice it. But they said. You can notice it. In yeah, him they said something about savvy, savvy viewers or eagle-eyed viewers or something like that. I'll yeah. notice a, mo- a, a point where where that wasn't. He seems the, different. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't notice it at first watch. Which I mean, I guess that's the point. It's pretty subtle. Um, but again, even if I can see like this is the point where he's no longer under the influence, I think it still matters under what circum. How did that happen? I think is is still curious to seems me. Seems muddled. Yeah. See, it's all muddled, like his actions and the chip and all of that is just, yeah, just muddled together to and it doesn't, it's not clear. Yeah. yeah, understood. I think it's purposeful. So, so we weren't like waiting for it or like we know he got his chip, like we see him get his chip taken out, you know, or we know exactly when it was, then we're, then we're like expecting him to do something or expecting something to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this, like revealing it, like this and not really c- clearly explaining it leaves some mystery and intrigue that maybe we will get later on. But just at this point, I think, I think they like that. We're like, well, how did it happen? Like, we don't know. Like, yeah. I think they like that kind of discourse. <laughs> so I think that's why they did that. Yeah. And I, I leaving it ambiguous is cool too. I just, I, I think that like there's the, the interview, I think said something different than what the show said, which is what's confusing to me. Cause they, he says, mm-hmm. well, did you see the side of his head? Like clearly that screwed up the inhibitor chip and crosshair said, I got it taken out, which to me are two totally different things. Like if it just happened to him, that's different than him saying, I want this out. I'm going to stay. I'm on board. Like that's just two totally different, maybe not totally different, but two different scenarios to me. And I, I think I'm guessing that it got damaged when he got damaged and they had to take it out because it got damaged would be. I mean, that's that's the only way in my brain that everything mm-hmm. they presented us works together. OK, agreed. I'm yeah. on board yeah. with that. I don't know. Not on the well, story. So they so, <laughs> while we're in the lab uh we do get you know this arguing between hunter and crosshair continues um we do get a little bit of a moment between omega and crosshair but we also get the plan on how we're going to get out of nalase's lab because they discovered the tunnel from now the tube the from nalase's lab to the platform has been wiped it's out kaput. it's gone yeah, so this is a little bit consolidated, and it's still a lengthy clip, but uh, this is kind of what it sounds like put together. You never liked it on Camino, did you? Go away. I understand. So rude. I spent most of my life in this lab. I was alone down here. Until you four were created. That's why I was determined to find you all again. Being a clone doesn't make you one of them. I wanted to believe it was the inhibitor chip that made you like this, but I was wrong. 
These medical capsules are our way out of here. If our mass is evenly distributed, the buoyancy of these watertight chambers will bring us to the surface. Medical capsules have not been tested for such capabilities. We won't have directional control. How do we avoid the debris field out there? The droid. Crosshair he can do it. Comes back in. AZ, can you guide us to the surface? Barring any extraneous complications, I should be able to complete the task. Won't that be dangerous? Your safety and well-being is my primary mission objective. Uh, I barely fit in this thing. Quit complaining. At least you're not doubled up. <laughs> and at that point, Wrecker's trying to fit into one of these tubes, and then he's talking to uh, Echo, and Echo looks over, and he's got to share one with Tech. You can tell he is not super stoked about that. No, I think that's the kind of thing you want to have your own. You don't really want to yeah. go too too deep. New. In, um, you go ahead, Kyle. I, I was just gonna say that that was like um, that was a hard lesson for Omega to learn. She's had um, kind of this naive, uh, I, I, and it's honest because what experience does she have? But she just trusts everyone. She believes the best in everyone. It got her kidnapped twice or something. Like she just. Then expand. Yeah, she believes that they're Roland, every everyone is is good at heart, Sid. and unfortunately, the reality of that is just not the case. And she yeah. is seeing that firsthand with Crosshair now. She's like, "Oh, it's not the chip. It's not because Camino is an unwelcoming home, or because you had to fight in a war your whole life, or you're just kind of a." D and that's mm -hmm. when she's like, "Oh." yeah, you're just like this. Um, and I think that was like a tough <laughs> lesson for her. And it, it'll be yeah. interesting to see, does that make her more, um, does she actually grow from this or learn anything from this? Is she going to be a little more, um, a little less trusting of people or is she still going to be the same old save everybody, trust everybody, believe mm. everybody person that she was? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they, they, they put some explosives on the glass. Um, Omega's got the, uh, the detonator. They all get in their tubes, tubes to go out of the tube. Uh, up and they go. Up they go. And, and AZ is tasked with, uh, basically guiding them, each one yeah, of making them. Making sure like they don't get hit by the, the debris falling field. debris because they mm -hmm. are, uh, made of glass. That would not go Three well. Tubes. Yeah. Three tubes. Yeah. So, uh, and then as they, as they, he gets them up tubes. through there, was it four? It was, oh yeah. Re, yeah. Rec, yeah. Four tubes. Sorry. Wait. It's okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it's it Wrecker. Wrecker. Tech and Echo and Hunter and Crosshair. And three. Omega. Oh, that's right. And Omega. I forgot she had her own tube. Thankfully. And tube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's like guiding him up there and then he misses a piece of debris that goes down and strikes um, Omega's tube. And the other three make it successfully to the top. But Omega is, is trapped and falling under. AZ at this point is on reserve battery power because yeah, he's he was been running low. He's losing to energy with. for he's, quite some time now. Yeah. And Where's Donkey he, when you need him? Yeah. He, uh, he manages to cut the beam off 
and um, gets up underneath Omega's tube and starts to push her back up. And here's the moment that we were kind of talking about earlier with uh, AZ's sacrifice. Omega, what's happening? I got caught on some debris. It's okay, AZ's got me. Your path is clear. I have completed my objective. No! No! I'm going after AZ! Oh my god, go! And I, this was a beautiful scene. It's heart-wrenching, but it is a beautiful scene because you hear like his power just die and he goes out. But then the next thing that you hear is after she says, AZ, no. And he's like falling. You just hear ocean. That is all you hear. That's the only sound playing is just ocean. For whatever and it sets in, it's this cold, dark emptiness. For whatever reason, the, no, Jack. the droids uh, talking while they power down and they're like, it's like mm-hmm. so sad. It's the saddest thing. That's like it a is. droid dying. But I don't know what Omega was thinking. Like I don't. She's maybe thinks she's an experienced swimmer or something. But like, <laughs> droids are heavy, and you can't just yeah. swim one up to the top of the ocean from twenty feet down. <laughs> it was not going to work right. for her at all. No. Um. You know, we we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Is is whether AZ should have. I don't want to say perished or he wouldn't have died. He just would have been down at the bottom of the ocean without power. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how long they can last and before they rust out or whatever, but yeah, it, it was kind of, I said earlier, like kind of the Chewbacca treatment, like, Oh, he's gone. He's dead. And then they rescue him. Undermine it a little bit. Um, yeah. And, and to me, I think not that I wanted to see AZ perish in any way, but I, I, the moment when we get back up onto the platform and Omega's up there and she's finally looking around, look at what she went through from the beginning of this episode where she sees the incubation chambers get flooded and those are gone. She gets to the Bad Batch's room and it's like their only place and they get into the tubes. They make it back to Nala Say's lab. Nala Say's lab is pretty much gone and the tubes to the platform are gone. And at this point, she's just like, everything that she has ever known is gone. And as she's going to the surface... AZ is the last thing that she basically has other than like the Bad Batch to Camino in her home that she has known for so long. That moment, if AZ had gone to the bottom of the ocean and was completely gone, when she's standing on that platform in a minute here and she says, it's all gone, it would have hit, I think that would have hit just way harder. I mean, not that it's. Hard I, not, I think not so that too. I agree. That's why I, I just wonder. Think it would have been way worse. That's why I wonder if there's a point to AZ, like an actual reason, if he's going to serve a, a purpose to the plot at some point down yeah. the road. Because otherwise, yeah. I think he should have died for the story. It would have been a better story. But I, I mean, not that I love to see characters die, but it no. would have been. A, it would have had a more impact if there's no reason for him to continue being around. Every Agreed. Star Wars team has a quirky droid. They have a gonky already. 
I mean, Rebels had Chopper, and then they added AP5. And he was even he was floating out in space for a hot minute, and then they rescued him. I forgot about AP5. Um, you know, and, and when we're watching, and maybe that is the difference, right? It is animated. It is a, a kid's show. But in Rogue One, when we see K2 sacrifice himself for the rest of the group, it was a hard moment um, because we fell in love with the character of K2, and it was hard to watch, watch himself sacrifice for Cassian and Jen, right? I mean, to be fair, everybody had to die in that movie, didn't they? What? Pretty <laughs> True. much. <laughs> True. Sure, I didn't. Um, but to com- complete the mission, um, at that point, he had to. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, time will tell. We'll, we'll see. I think it'll be when the Bad Batch is done, when the series is done, I think it'll be interesting to look back on some of this stuff that we're talking about and see what mm-hmm. came of it if anything yeah hopefully um, it'll be like um uh breaking bad you know I, I hear people say like oh it really hits its stride in like the third season or whatever like maybe it'll be like that where it's like oh it really hits its stride in the second season yeah. lots of people say yeah. that about rebels even yeah yeah yep yeah. um so we get back up on the landing platform yeah this is pretty and... much the end here yep we're we're towards the end this is the uh, last con Excuse me, last conversation we have with um, the Bad Batch and Crosshair. It's all gone. We should leave before the Empire's scouts show up. You coming with us? None of this changes anything. You offered us a chance, Crosshair. This is yours. I made my decision. We want different things, Crosshair. That doesn't mean that we have to be enemies. Thank you for saving AZ. Consider us even. You're still their brother, Crosshair. You're my brother, too. Mm. And she runs off to the ship with her bow mm. on her back. Interestingly <laughs> enough. I don't know where that thing came from. <laughs> they left Crosshair yeah, was, there with um, no gun, no backpack, no nothing. He's just sitting on the platform. He's hoping those Imperial Scouts come and he can hitch a ride or something. Cause Waiting for Tom Hanks and Wilson to show up on their the middle rack. of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I and I know they said we we should get out of here before Imperial Scouts show up, basically. But I don't know. Again the three ships left in the beginning of the episode. Rampart's gone. He took all the ships. They left. The Empire is notorious for not seeing things through in completing it. And this is, you know, kind of an example of that. Like, I don't, I don't know that he, he's going to get They're Obviously, I, a, a, I'm, I'm going to, my prediction is he doesn't get picked up by the Empire. He gets picked up by somebody else. I disagree. I think he's going to, because he, he said the whole thing about like, I made my choice. I already know what this doesn't change anything. And he did his whole mm-hmm. thing about I'm siding with the Empire because they're in charge and I want to be, yeah. I want to side with the people in charge. So he's expecting to get picked up by them. Yeah. Yep. I think. Um, That's it. We see Nala say get dropped off at an Imperial yeah. base on a mountainside. Uh, there's a little bit of back and forth with them. She's greeted by a medical officer. This was very interesting, by the way. 
Mistress Nala Say. Welcome. We are all admirers of your scientific talents. The Empire has big things planned for you. Ooh, interesting. Now, this has garnered a lot of attention on the social medias. Uh, if you don't know, um, you can go Wikipedia it. Um, I will admit I did not remember the name of it. I knew it existed. I knew what it was, but I didn't remember the name of it. And there's a lot of projection that this is Mount Tantus, which is basically an old Republic base that the emperor reopened and stores all of his, it's like the uh, warehouse in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark when they, when they're filing, you know, here, this is all the weird stuff that we don't know what to do with. Or it's like uh, the room in the Conjuring series yeah. of of the two that do the exorcisms. Like they keep that room of like haunted stuff. And that's essentially what what the facility was. But it also had a cloning facility in it. And there's a lot of projection that this is Mount Tantus. Um, it doesn't specifically name it. It doesn't say that that's what it is. There are actually two, the one where they land. And then if you look at the one in the background, you can kind of see the same kind of um, cuts in the side. So it's a base as well. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's raised a lot of interest on the social media. And, and when you go back and you look at the screen grabs, the medical officer that shows up is has the same patch that the... Gentleman, Dr. And what's Dr. Pershing has in The Mandalorian. It's very interesting. Well, and so I was thinking about this because there was a lot of like, there was a lot of, oh, is there some tie between Dr. Pershing and the Kaminoans? Because we see that same symbol or a very similar symbol on like the clone, the training clones, like arm, uh, like they have an arm patch like that. And I was wondering, like, does this... What if it's not so obviously I think this disproves that theory that it's not related in that way that they're part of the same organization in that manner but I'm wondering if you know Star Wars kind of has like a guild society like they have like the what if that's just like guild a science and, symbol or right. generic yeah, yeah. Uh, science gu science guild of some sort or like is cloning, it is it generic education, like or cloning yeah. something so yeah that's that's my thought I, I it also the base itself looked an awful lot like the one they went to with Terry Meathrall in The Mandalorian where they saw the tubes and they were mm -hmm. getting the information off the thing and um it all looks very similar but there was a question about this in that same interview I mentioned from starwars.com uh, where they specifically asked if this ties into the Emperor's contingency plan. And Jennifer Corbett, the head writer on the series, she said, well, Dan, Dan, this is a direct quote. Dan is the person interviewing her. Well, Dan, that's a fascinating theory. What we'll say is where Nala Say is, what Nala Say is doing should be a mystery to the audience, and we hope to explore that in the upcoming season, which – it doesn't seem like that big of a mystery, right? Like they got the cloning person to come work on clones for the emperor because we know the emperor was making clones. Right. So her saying it should be a mystery is like, well, is there something else or is, am, 
I just very very smart? Like I don't I don't know. I, <laughs> right. I think it's misdirection because it seems very obvious. Yeah. Um. Where what do you wh- where do you guys fall on this? Like new media tying into explain storylines from the sequel trilogy, especially like the storylines that maybe we were like, where did this come from? What's the backstory on it? You know, well, like, I think, do we I like think they it? definitely yeah. should do it, especially to yes. flesh out some of that stuff that didn't make sense or didn't make great sense. Uh, and and it worked with the prequels, so why? Yeah, why not? Exa- well, that yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know that anything they could do would work as well as the prequels worked, like as the Clone Wars did for the prequels, but yeah, because um, it was pretty masterful. But I, I, it's just interesting to me because I see a lot of people saying, "No, we don't want any more like stop tying current media into uh, explaining, you know, plot holes in the sequel trilogy." And I'm like, if we're getting stories about Imperials, it's going to eventually lead us to what happened with Palpatine. Like there's no, there, you, mm-hmm, you can't right. tell stories about Imperials, you know, and it not lead. Like that's where it leads. Like he's the empire. Like, well, and why would right. you not? Yeah. I, I don't understand. If you hate the sequel trilogy, why would you not want um, media that elaborates on it to potentially make that story a little more cohesive for you and make you like it better? If you love the sequel trilogy, why wouldn't you want more media that's about the sequel trilogy? I just don't see a potential downside. I think it's sequel trilogy haters that sure. have made comments like that. Haters and th- a hate. I think, that's what I was going to yeah, ask was... Who is it that's making the comments yeah. or not wanting that material? Is it the haters or the lovers? Gotta be the haters. I think it's um, the haters. They want to just yeah. move on from it. And I think, well, it, you know, it's part of the story. So it you're not. So why leave it be there to move on being a stinker it. if you can make it better? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Which is, I mean, a lot of people felt that way with the prequels. And Clone, like to your point, Josh, Clone Wars has done an outstanding job of filling in those gaps and those plot points We've, and expanding on it. I've said this a million times, so I'm going to say it one more time just because we're talking about it. I do think <laughs> it's a little different because I think the prequels issues were largely technological, whereas the sequel issues were largely story, story problems, Agreed. which yeah. is two totally different yeah. problems. But I, I, I both can be improved on. Yeah, I and I think that the story problems that did exist or the things that people didn't like about the prequels weren't they still weren't the same it wasn't a lack of cohesion or confusion or you know it was um, like midichlorians i just wanted to be mystical that's silly like that's different why why do we have a whole movie about trade disputes or you know like (laughs) this is boring you know yeah it's not it wasn't what they expected not that it just they just didn't understand it you know or wasn't clear yep so there, yeah, yeah. there we go. High horse, whatever. Soapbox, whatever you want to call it. I'm over it. Overall, any final thoughts on the episode itself or season one of The Bad Batch? I actually, I want to hear from everybody. What are your, what do you feel about season one? How do you like? What do you, what do you give it? Give it your your five banthas. What do you? How do you rank season one of? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Josh, On a scale you, you of six, ahead. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know that I want to rate it, but I will say no, when it was fine. announced, when it was announced, I was like, 
this isn't what we want. Like that, why that out of all the stuff that came out of season eight of Clone Wars, we were doing a show on those guys. Right. And then I saw that it was going to be like them navigating through the burgeoning empire. And I was like, oh, that might be kind of cool. And we got the trailer and it looks cool. And I got more hyped for it. And I think I'm kind of falling somewhere in between where I was prior, where I was like, we don't, why, why is this the thing they decided to make? Mm. And being really hyped for it. I think it didn't, it, it definitely delivered in ways that I didn't expect it to. Like I really like Omega and I thought that was like a storyline that I had no idea that, that any of that was going to happen. Um, but at the same time, it didn't, it didn't hit me in all the right places that I want a new star Wars thing to. I'm hopeful that it'll get better, but right now I'm just kind of like looking for divisions and print media and book of Boba Fett. And we'll see, you know, I'll obviously watch and be excited. And, I'll be excited for it when it comes back around, uh, especially yeah. if we get a little bit of a break from it and I can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, clear the, yeah. cleanse the palate a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. Digest it a little. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I feel the same w- with Josh is like going into it. I was excited because I wanted him to expand on the story of, of once order 66 was initiated, what happened with the clones and yeah. those storylines and seeing this kind of special task force that, has the same issue as the regs would have been interesting. And I think Bad Batch, when it was Bad Batch operating as Bad Batch and doing what they do best, I think the show hit on all cylinders. But when it got into some of these wayward missions that were not really pertinent to what they were doing or what was going on in the current environment in in Star Wars, it it fell flat, to be honest. Um, The Infested episode... And and I get it. Like yeah, I can look at Omega no and say, here. <laughs> "No, I I can look at it and say, okay, I get it." Omega looks at Roland and she sees the good in Roland because even though he's doing a bad thing, he does have a little bit of good in him, and that's he's maybe just misguided. And I see where that carries over into this episode. Her trying to look at Crosshair and say, "It's really not Crosshair. It's just the chip." Totally get that. I see all that, but the episode was just not great, and it's um. You know, it was hard to kind of go like, and you can't, they can't all be club bangers. Let's be honest. They, but sure, I mean, that one was not, not everyone's going to be a hit. No. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard. And I, I was super excited because I love, I love clone stuff. I love seeing the empire kind of rise up out of what it was in the, of the Republic. But, um, I, I was most excited when Bad Batch was doing Bad Batch things and, and to be honest, just like guys just being super dudes. cool and yeah, just, <laughs> Wrecker wrecking things, tech planning things, crosshair using some kind of crazy mirrors to like snipe people in a hallway. Like that's the cool stuff. You know what I mean? Hunter just hand to hand combat with his knives. Like that's that was the fun part of Bad Batch. And Omega was a great surprise. Fennec Shand and Cad Bane was a great surprise. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but there was a lot of stuff kind of in between that was just like, OK, I don't get it. But, you know, uh, it's safe to say we are not returning to Camino in season two. No, there Camino's is nothing done. left of Camino. <laughs> so that's a uh, prediction that uh, I think is is out there. What do you guys think is going to happen in uh, season two? What do you think we get in season two a little bit of? To be fair, to be fair, we did return to the site of the destroyed Death Star. So we could there could be a reason that's true. that we need to go back to Camino. Who knows? Go dig Good something point. up from the 
the briny deep. The wreckage. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little Jacques Cousteau action. Good That's point. dated. Now it would be like um, James Cameron. Well, I couldn't remember the guy who actually found the Titanic. Not not James Cameron, but the. Uh, that guy. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know I couldn't remember either. his name. I know it's Robert something, but I couldn't remember. Pattinson. Um, no, no, not the guy who doesn't shower. Oh. One of apparently that's several. like half of Hollywood. Yeah, I just learned right, that. Right, stinky. Not Rihanna. She, any predict- enough, she any other like bold predictions? Uh, I don't know. I I thought season one was like a little bloated. There was some great stuff and a lot of like just didn't really hit for me. But uh, I'm hoping in hindsight that I feel differently once this. Uh, series has come to a close you you know that's the thing with star wars is you never know down the road and they have it planned out yeah. way way farther in advance than we can imagine half the time so we'll see i i think it could go anywhere the way this season ended with almost no change right there was no change to the status quo so it could go almost anywhere um the only real change is we no longer suspect that crosshair is under the influence of his inhibitor chip. So we're not trying to get to him to get that out and rescue him because he doesn't care to mm-hmm. be rescued. So otherwise I guess we're off to do uh, bad batch things as Justin said. Yeah. I don't know. I was just a little disappointed. We didn't get, I mean, we, we talked about a Friday, one of two endings, either major cliffhanger at the end or, resolution of something and i don't think we really got either if we'd ended on the episode prior major cliffhanger yes that would have been a a great way to end the season you come back into season two with this being the first episode i think that might have been a little bit different of a reaction so see and like subsequent subsequent generations of fans won't they'll be able to binge it and they won't realize that you know, it didn't work that way that they can <laughs> literally watch it that way. You yeah. know, it'd be like a cartoon. It's well, it's not really machete order. Cause you're not like moving anything around, but they can, they can, it'll change their perspective. Cause it's, they don't have the break. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Beautifully scored show animation. Beautiful. Um, I, the one thing we did see Camino does have a son. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It was bright and sunny, and oh, it look looked at that. beautiful. The one time, yeah, the one time it's not raining on Camino, <laughs> there's nowhere to be. the The whole city gets obliterated and falls into the ocean. Next day, sunny and beautiful on the planet. I don't, I don't know. What if the Kaminoans had weather controlling technology, and they needed like Ooh. the rainy weather for their to like cover for something? I don't know. Dark science. It was manufactured. Josh. Yeah. Interesting take. I could see that. Interesting. Well, we have had a bunch of fun talking Bad Batch with you guys these last couple weeks, but we are super excited to get back into something that we do love to talk about. Mm. And I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Republican. Because I got high. Republican. Republican. Yeah, we've got Love a it. lot to talk about with High Republic. We got That's three my favorite books bumper. that are out there. Um, we got three three books out there we got to read and cover. We've got some comics that have been coming out that we got to cover here. And actually, I think uh, we're going to get into comics a little bit next week Ooh. and kind of talk about that. Um, so, yeah, a little sad that I'm not going to... Oh, nice! 
use this guy regularly, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back to some High Republic stuck stuff and find out what's going on with the uh, the Drengear mm. and their 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 Scary. coolness in the uh, yeah. Have you guys so? Have you guys read uh, the newest book by uh, Rising Storm? I'm like halfway through. Same. I'm not finished with it yet. I'm I just want to say, Elzar man, my man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Elzar the man. Pretty I'm, much. I'm excited. So far, so good. It's been interesting. So I cannot wait to talk about it and catch up with you guys on it. So any other any other final thoughts before we blow this thing and get out of here? No? no. We're all clear, kid. Let's blow this thing. All right. Let's do it. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. All those horns blowing and that drum beat kicks in. It's, gor- it's glorious. Uh, we've had a bunch of fun talking Bad Batch with you guys, both on these podcasts and in the live streams on Friday nights. Uh, as always, uh, you can catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Outer Rim Beacon. You can email us, OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheVendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. This is Kyle, and you can send me money on Venmo at KB underscore legend or follow me on Twitter <laughs> or whatever. Still hasn't worked yet, has nope, it? Nope, not once. It doesn't get me Twitter followers right. either, though, so whatever. It's <laughs> Someday, someday, it's going to happen for you, Kyle. I believe it. We'll see. Anyway, we've had a blast talking to you guys today. Uh, yeah, go, go check us out anywhere on social medias. Recommend us friends, family, whoever wants to listen to some Star Wars stuff. We're always here for that. So, as always, may the Force be with you. Always. Sometimes. Tubes. The tubes. Tubes. we got to get in the tubes, you guys. Alright, y'all. Peace out. Bye. Goodbye. Ha ha.